Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome back to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and welcome back to a brand new year. 2015 is shaping up to be a very exciting year with royal news. King Richard III's body will be reburied in Leicester Cathedral in March. Queen Elizabeth II has now become the oldest reigning monarch after King Abdullah of Saudi Arabia passed away last week. Her Majesty is set to break another record in September when she becomes the longest reigning British monarch overtaking Queen Victoria's record of 63 years. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge's second baby is due in April, with another royal baby due in Sweden, as well as a royal wedding, the 800th anniversary of King John putting his seal to the Magna Carta, and more news when it comes to hand. Coming up later on today's show, news of an exhibition in Sydney featuring the Queen's wattle brooch, opposition leader Bill Shorten raises the Republican debate again, the day before Australia Day, and Prime Minister Tony Abbott has honoured Prince Philip with a knighthood, which has caused a furor down under. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. Her Majesty the Queen has graciously lent her diamond wattle brooch for an exhibition in Sydney at the Powerhouse Museum, a fine possession, jewellery and identity, until Thursday the 30th of April. The wattle brooch was presented to Her Majesty during her 1954 tour of Australia. The brooch was crafted from gold and diamonds by William Drummond & Co and depicts the national flower of Australia and the tea tree blossom. Visit the Powerhouse Museum's website at www.powerhousemuseum.com for more information. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. The Queen, as patron of the Holocaust Memorial Day, has sent the following message, which was printed in the official program booklets at the commemorative events in the United Kingdom. Today's UK commemorative events for Holocaust Day marks the 70th anniversary of the liberation of the Auschwitz-Birkenau camp. The event is the start of commemorations throughout this anniversary year as we remember those all affected, those who died, those who have rebuilt their lives in Britain and the rescuers and liberators who took great risks to assist and to save their fellow human beings. Many refugees and survivors of the camps and ghettos found a home in the United Kingdom and have given us their energy and commitment. This year's theme asks us to do all we can do to keep alive the memories of those who suffered during the Holocaust. As patron of the Holocaust Memorial Day Trust, I send my warmest wishes to you all, especially survivors and their families, whose contributions to the United Kingdom are deeply valued. Elizabeth R. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. 
from other royal families attended the commemoration services at Auschwitz in Poland, including King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima of the Netherlands, Crown Prince Frederick of Denmark, Crown Prince Haakon of Norway, King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia and Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden. One journalist, SVT reporter Rolf Fredriksson, was criticised for asking Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden about her grandfather's alleged Nazi connections when she attended the commemoration at Auschwitz in Poland. What was he thinking? It was disrespectful, according to a source from the Royal Palace, especially as two survivors were standing next to the Crown Princess in the freezing cold weather. According to a report in the local Sweden, the Crown Princess said, Nazism is something horrific. It is one of humanity's worst periods. The Crown Princess later commented, We must not forget what we can learn from history. It is important that we gather here, that we remember and listen to the stories and pass them on. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Opposition leader Bill Shorten has raised the Republic debate on Australia Day, despite the monarchy's popularity in Australia, with recent royal visits by the Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and Little Prince George. However, Australian Prime Minister Tony Abbott has received considerable criticism lately for creating Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, as a Knight of the Order of Australia as part of the Australia Day Honours. Whilst many of you have posted congratulatory messages on our Facebook page, others have been quite critical of Tony Abbott on social media and talkback radio for giving a knighthood to a foreigner. Some have described the move as anachronistic. On the other hand, monarchists were absolutely delighted with the Prime Minister's decision, including an article by monarchist Scott Coleman, which was published in the Sydney Morning Herald recently. The Prime Minister said the honour recognises the Duke of Edinburgh's contribution to Australia throughout the Queen's 62 years and serving both the Crown and Commonwealth. Prince Philip served as an officer in the Royal Navy and saw active service during World War II and as a member of the Royal Family. Prince Philip is also the patron of many charities in Australia and he has been a constant source of strength and support to Her Majesty the Queen. Prince Philip founded the Duke of Edinburgh scheme which has helped thousands of young Australians to reach their potential and to serve in the community. Also, Prince Philip was appointed a companion in the military division of the Order of Australia for services to the Australian Defence Forces as Admiral of the Fleet in the Royal Australian Navy, Field Marshal in the Australian Army and Marshal of the Royal Australian Air Force in 1988 during Australia's bicentenary as an Australian not a foreign recipient. Last year, many described the Australian Prime Minister's move to reinstate knights and damehoods last year as also anachronistic, including opposition leader Bill Shorten. The move was welcomed by monarchist groups in Australia and a Facebook group called Restore Knighthoods in Australia. New Zealand's Prime Minister John Key had reinstated knight and damehoods to their honours system in 2009, which was welcomed by Monarchy New Zealand. However, Prince Charles was awarded a knighthood by Prime Minister Malcolm Fraser back in 1981. The Fraser government had introduced knighthoods and damehoods in 1976, but they were abolished by Bob Hawke in 1983. 
Meanwhile, the Duchess of Cornwall attended an Australia Day reception in London, celebrating Australian food and drink. The event was hosted by Tourism Australia. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. On this day, on the 30th of January 1649, Charles I was beheaded outside the Banqueting Hall at Whitehall in London. Did you know that Charles I had been declared a saint by the Church of England? King Charles was canonised in 1662. According to the Society of St Charles the Martyr, it was because he died for the Church. A Remembrance Day called a Feast Day is held each year outside the Banqueting Hall on the 30th of January with wreath-laying and prayers at the site of execution at 11.40am, followed by a Mass inside the palace at 12 noon. However, others may disagree whether Charles I was actually a saint, judging by his actions leading up and during the English Civil War. For more information about King Charles as a saint, visit our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Also 50 years ago, on the 30th of January 1965, wartime leader and former British Prime Minister Sir Winston Churchill was given a state funeral at St Paul's Cathedral. The documentary, Churchill, The Nation's Farewell, was broadcasted on Wednesday the 28th of January at 9pm Greenwich Mean Time on BBC One. For our British listeners, you can watch the documentary on BBC iPlayer However, we have no news if or when this will air in Australia. That's all we have for this week. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.